Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to New Age Guild Radio. We are a growing community striving to bring you new age and holistic practitioners, news, resources, and trending information from across the community. We welcome your feedback and suggestions for future programming, and yes, we do take questions on the air. Please visit us for free at NewAgeGuild.com to find a practitioner and what's happening in your community and beyond. And please don't forget to follow our program before the end of the broadcast. So sit back, enjoy the show, and welcome to our many guests and our wonderful listeners. Well, good evening, everyone. I'm so glad you guys are here. Uh, it's Angel again here with Spirit Talk Radio. I have a special guest. I'm waiting for her to dial in real quick. And that's the beautiful Sonic Nova, uh, clairvoyant and psychic medium. It's always fun. We have our little um, technical difficulties. So I'm going to ask that you guys just give me a moment here to, to make sure I've got her on the line. And we do have a lot of people waiting on hold here to engage with her. I'm so excited to have Sonic on. So let me, while, while, we're, while we're waiting to get her on the line, I am just going to get started by just talking about a little bit about who she, who Sonic is, so that we can get you guys all ready for her. And I'm assuming that some of you guys are already aware of her. That's why you're here. Good night. You're speaking to Takeda. I'm a first-time listener and caller. How are you? Hi, Takeda. Well, this is Angel. I'm the Belly Dancing Medium. I host Spirit Talk Radio a couple of times a week. We have guest speakers all the time, and I'm trying to get my guests speaker to um, to dial in so we can talk to her. But in the meantime, I am here. If you have any questions, what can I answer for you today? Um, first, your phone is chopping in and out. Okay. And I'm not in- I hear you, but you're, you're in and out. I'm sorry to hear that. That's not cool. Um, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Can I you can hear me? Fine. Yes. Okay, now you're coming in better. Um, okay, is that better? I just... Yeah, I had just want to know what Spirit had for me. Mm-hmm. Well, over the radio, it's really difficult, so um, it would be really helpful if you could uh, give me, like, something that you would like to, to focus on, like a specific okay. area of your life that you would like to focus some energy on. Okay. All right. Well, now I'm in a moving transition, but I haven't found anywhere as of yet, so... Um, I, see. I don't know if I'm being if I'm being too specific on you know. No, that's that's perfect. So you're trying to you're trying to change your space and get into a new space, um, or you're in right. transition in your life, and unsure you know what what tomorrow holds, so to speak. So you're trying to move your life kind of kind of forward and wanting to make sure that you're going to land safely on the other side. Exactly. Can you, can you repeat your first name for me, please? Sure, Dakita. Dakita. So when I connect to your energy, the first thing I get is that it's like you're standing on top of a, of a uh, tightrope, and you've got all the gear. You've got the you've got the little balancing pole that they carry, and you're all so it's not as dire as you think it is. It's just difficult because you're just you're just kind of struggling with where you're at. So what right. I want you to do is just be confident and be comfortable and know that everything is going to be okay. You're getting, um, you're, it's going to be fine. You're going to end up where you want to be. Um, it's going to take a little longer than you thought it was going to be, but you're being told not to be afraid. Does that make sense? I had a lot of anxiety, and you are correct. 
try not to try not to be anxious. Try not to be upset. Try to to um, stay focused. I just saw a sign I think click on here, so it'll be great to get on. But most important, relax. That's your big message. Relax. Can you do that for me? Yes, I just yes, deep big breath. Breath. <laughs> Relax. Okay. Okay. I All hope right, that thank you almost. You're yeah, welcome. Take you care. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, I can stay on the line to hear? Yes, you can. Is... Yes, you can. Hold on. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. So that was a really fun way to start the, the call, and I thought I just thought about it, and then I think she hung up because she didn't know she was on the right show because I was running my, running my mouth with the with the last caller. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, about that while we're here, this whole process of, of being focused and the whole process of, of um, being uh, in the space of, of release of anxiety, where anxiety is how we're driven sometimes. Anxiety is where we stand sometimes, and sometimes we don't trust. Sometimes we just don't trust where we are. We just don't trust what's coming to us. We just don't trust that everything is going to be okay. But the reality is... Hi. Thank you. Can you see me now? (laughs) I can see you. I'm sure you're going to have all kinds of fun things to tell me about how the energies can mess with you when you're trying to make powerful stuff happen, right? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But uh, I was was sitting here doing the the thing you do when you're on stage and and you're trying to get the person on stage and you're just kind of talking and dancing and trying to keep the audience entertained. Um, to the caller, um, and she's still holding there, uh, listening to your call. So, welcome to the show, Sonic. Thank I'm you. So glad to have you here. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about yourself while we give them a chance to chat and hear your voice? Okay. Well, wow, it's been a an insane and interesting journey, <laughs> full of miracles. So, um, where should I start? I mean, I could start. At, that I was born awake. Um, you know, there's all these people out there that want to certify psychics and they want to get their certificate. And it's kind of funny because Angel and I were talking about that and saying, you know, for us that are born with this gift, we don't need any certifications. Thank you very much. Um, so I was what I call born awake. <laughs> and um, with remote viewing skills, um, with what I would call the third eye, which is the pituitary hypothalamus and the pineal gland fully activated, and I mean fully activated, um, I could actually, um, I was uh, able to see spirits, I was able to see like the astral plane, I was going in and out, um, doing astral traveling since I was baby, um, and I remember that very clearly. Um, all the way through my entire life, I've, you know, in a way, I guess in ancient days, you know, when we were tribal, they would have called me a medicine woman, you know, in Mexico, they called me a curandera, which means a healer and, uh, witch doctor is one of the other words. That's not so nice, (laughs) but people don't understand the word witch. If they did, they go, Oh, so it's a Germanic word means from Germany. That means wise woman. That's okay. what witch means, and it's been giving a negative connotation. So um, so I was basically born this way, um, and at age five I had a death experience and came back, and at age 14 
Um, I've had several encounters with ETs, with extraterrestrials, where I actually, in two cases, two, three cases, I got on their ship and went to their home planet and came back. Um, In some other cases, it was just observation. Um, I remember the earliest point, I was like seven years old, maybe eight years old, and it was about six o'clock in the morning, and my sister was sleeping with me in my room. And I got up all of a sudden and looked out the window, and there was a little, like, um, ball, like spheric ball that was, I would have to say it's kind of like a drone uh, for a bigger ship that was up in the sky pretty high, and I could see them both. And this silver ball came down and scanned both of us. My sister totally freaked out. She was like, oh, my God, what's that? We're going to die. And I was like, no, don't worry. They're just scanning us. So I would know these things, you know, I, I, I would, once we walked into our parents' room, I was only five years old, my sister was older, she didn't know what the heck was going on, I walked in there and my parents were having sex and I knew exactly what they were doing and I told my sister, I said, you know how they made us, that's what they're doing right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to tell you that when I connected with you and you, you reached out to me to, to be a part of the community and um, one of the reasons I could right. not wait to get you on the program was all this wonderful and interesting, rich um, conversations you have around ET experience and not not just about, you know, the cool kind of on-cable television experience, the, the stuff about how they are engaged in the healing. There's just the whole conversation was just, I mean, I could talk to you all day. And oh. um, <laughs> it's just so really cool. Uh, and you talk about how it how it enhances your like your healing process and how you were able to help people that have these, these illnesses and even oh I know well we could do another show in the future so there's always more shows <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's, that's kind of what I wanted but, to kind of give the listeners an opportunity sure sure well you know. Again, at a very young, young age, like I said, I I was born awake, and I was probably about, I would have to say, this was after, I think I believe it was after my death experience, my first death experience. I was probably five and a half, almost six. Um, I had my first death experience when I was just, I had just turned five years old, and that was in October, and my dad had uh, an aneurysm and that was probably, we're talking about April, May of the following year. And I, it was 3 o'clock in the morning when it happened. Um, I was sleeping in my, my sister's room, which was at the top of the house. You know, there was a staircase that went up to her room. And I could feel it. I could feel that something was very wrong with my dad. And so what I did is I didn't actually walk down there to, you know, be next to him but what I ended up doing is I ended up astral, astral planing, you know, or what I call a spirit flying to my dad and remotely started working on his brain because he had a really bad aneurysm that could have taken him out, that could have killed him. And I really wasn't ready to spend the rest of my life with my crazy mother and having a crazy life that would have been insane so I went and started working on my dad, and I had telekinesis since a very, very young age. And, and I mean not just telekinesis like I have now where I can move objects in people's bodies, where I can get rid of cancer and, 
and I can get rid of tumors and I can get rid of metal particles in people's, you know, like thumbs and things like that. It was more like I could move the closet doors. I could open and close drawers. I could pull clothes out with my mind and have it spin above my head. You know, I could slam the door on my mom when she'd get pissed off at me. <laughs> and I so your, I had this great power. What's that? You're a poster guy. <laughs> oh, so I was, yeah, well, you know, that's the problem, is that the people that were working for my family thought I was a poltergeist or that I was a demon, and that's what shut it down, you know, which is, yeah. which kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was it was very controlled. It's like I had control of this ability, and it wasn't, like, out of my control. Um, I would just, like, I was able to move my chi so strongly that I was able to, to do that. So what I did is I actually, um, spirit traveled to my dad's bed, next to my dad's bed, and started working on his brain and started to disintegrate this aneurysm that he had in his brain that, that would have killed him, basically. Um, it was pretty big, and it was actually on the left side of his brain, and what was interesting is that after I worked on him, which only took about 20, 30 minutes, um, I could feel that he kind of stirred and then went back to sleep. And in the morning when he woke up, he was having a hard time talking, and he actually had a little bit of a drool on the left side of his, of, of his mouth, which okay. obviously, of course, talk, that's an aneurysm. And, and so my dad was a little concerned. He woke up that morning, and I came to see him, and I said, Bobby, how are you? And he looked at me, and he goes, what do you mean? And I said, well, you were very sick last night. And he goes, how do you know? Like, he was shocked that I knew, you know, because um, oh. when he woke up, he realized. And he's like, how do you know? And I said, I, I just know. And um, I said, I worked on you because and, and, I want you here. I don't, I, you can't leave me. <laughs> I was like, you can't leave me. You can't leave me with that crazy woman. <laughs> how long was he with you after that? How long, I mean, is he still with us today? Do I still have that power today? No, it's your father. How long was he with us? How long was he with oh, you? Oh, my father. Oh, he lived until I was 26. So he lived another 24, no, 21 years after that. After after experiencing a major brain aneurysm. That's yep. amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Well, I have sure. a lot of callers. I would like to give people an opportunity to experience you. That's okay. Because you have a lot of sure. people want to talk to you, so I'm gonna put. I'm gonna sure. take the next caller. Um, thank you for holding. You're on the air with Sonic. Hi, Sonic. My name is um, Tamara, and I had Hi, a little Tamara. vision. Hi, I had a little vision that came through today, and mm-hmm. of a particular place. And I was wondering, do you see me um, going there, moving there, or it was just a okay? When you say you had a vision, you're talking about a physical place that you had a vision of, right? Right, exactly. And you're asking me, you know what I got? Mm. This is going to kind of trip you out. But, <laughs> okay, so what I tell people is we are creators of reality. We are. Mm-hmm. Our creator created us with the same powers the creator has. And I know that's really hard for people to swallow, but it's the truth. So the question that I have for you is, do you want to make this into a reality? Regardless whether it's a memory or it, it's a place that actually exists. It actually exists. 
But um Yeah. I figured. But I um but I, I don't know if I wanna go back. I wanna go forward. So. Okay. So remember you're always a choice. There's no such thing. Okay, so I wanna tell everybody and this is the truth. There is no such thing as your destiny is set in stone. You know, um, nothing can be changed. It's quite the opposite. Everything's changing at every second, at every moment. Okay? So if it's a memory that you cherish, then you can leave it as such and not go back. Like if it's back home that you're talking about and you don't want to go back there. Remember, you're, you have free will and you have choice and you have the ability to manifest and create what you want. So my question would be more to you, like, what do you want to create? Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to create a home, but I thought that I could re- create a brand new home, but I thought because I was asking the universe to give me direction, and then I came up with that vision, and I mm-hmm. was like, uh, and, and that felt well, like see, home. But That's I mean, the past that you have a reference of. That's all that is. You don't have another reference for home. So what was being shown to you is the past reference that you already have experienced. Mm-hmm. Now, the other thing that you can do is you can create what I call a dream board where you actually cut pictures out of magazines of the home you want to create. Okay. And I'm telling you this stuff works. It doesn't work instantly, okay? It works in its own timing. So what I tell people the secret to manifesting things into reality mm-hmm. is very simple, okay? It's basically you put out what you want, you create create a dream board that you could watch or look at every day, which is like a collage, you know, of mm-hmm. house, where do you want it, by the ocean, whatever it is that you want to create, and put it in front of you and look at that on a consistent basis for 45 days, 60, 90, you know, 360 days till it comes to pass. And it will come to pass because we're that powerful. So why are you limiting yourself? I don't know. And why don't you believe in yourself? Beautiful. That you can create whatever you want. Because I always go back home. I've been trying to uh-huh. save my own life for like years. I always move out to another state, and I always end up mm-hmm. back at that particular state. But I want to break mm-hmm. the cycle, but it just seems like I'm always drawn back to that state. So what I'm hearing is that there's something that you need to complete mm-hmm. with your home state where you were born, okay? Right. And that's something that you can do either physically create that reality and go there or you know and i can't do it here obviously because there's a bunch of people waiting to talk to me Mm -hmm. but if you choose to have a private session with me we can do some neuro-linguistic programming and reprogram you so that you Mm -hmm. can leave your home behind and create your new reality and whatever it is that you need to complete inside of you to feel complete with that was my home Mm -hmm. that's the kind of session that i think you need in order to just like Finish that so you feel complete about it and you're not, you don't keep bouncing back, okay? Right. So that you can finally let go 
and we do that. I do that by putting you into like a hologram, you know, kind of yeah. like like Star Trek. <laughs> they have those hologram things. We can do that. We can do that with our minds. And what it will, it will do is we'll know exactly what pulls you back and, and gets you stuck in that loop, and we can finish that cycle, you know, and that groove and create a new groove in you where you can create your new life, your new house. Right. And your new state that you want to live in and state of being and also a place, you know, a geographical place where you feel like home. Does that make sense? Right. Right. It makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Because it is, it's a strange pull, and I have never been able to understand why I keep on being pulled to that place. And they obviously don't want me there, so <laughs> I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, and you know, I think what it is, it's that there's a part of you that that hasn't completed that cycle inside of you, you know, mm-hmm. that keeps getting, that you keep being Hung almost like I magnetically pulled back, you know, because mm-hmm. there was un, some unfinished emotional thing that happened that you think by going back there it's going to complete itself, but obviously you just said that Mm-mm. the people that you're involved with don't want you there. No, it's so. getting worse and worse, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, um, and what's your name again? Are you on Sonic? the Internet? I yeah, am, SonicNova.net. What is it? SonicNova.net. SonicNova.net. Okay, I'll check you uh-huh. out. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Thank Have a great day. Calling. Well, a great night. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Bye. That was really, that was really cool. What I liked about it was, um, you know, you cut right to what it was that she needed to hear around her reality. You know, she had created this, mm-hmm. this process around what she thought was her reality, and it was actually the distraction from what was her reality. Yep. And you, like, cut right yep. to it, and that was really super cool, which leads me to this whole Thank working you. ritually with people. Talk to me about that. You talked about creating me as the as the as as the hologram on the holodeck of Star Trek. <laughs> so, how does that work for you? Oh my God, it's amazing technology. Um, it's an amazing technology that has something to do with meditation. Where I, we do a guided meditation together, we go into uh, we drop down into. Uh, a little bit of a silence inside of us, and then what we do is we create a field. So there's, so imagine that we're standing in the middle of a field, you and I, and it, you, you look at the bottom of the floor, you know, and you either see lights coming up, and you, we're basically using our imagination, but our, ma- our imagination is very powerful. And what I do is, usually what I do is, when we do that, we are actually at the center, uh, circular um, auditorium, okay, and we're at the mm-hmm. bottom of it, and we're standing there, and in the bleachers, we actually have our helpers, our support, so we invite our support system, it could be, you know, Gaia, you know, the Earth Mother, um, it could be friends of ours, it could be uh, people we don't know, it could be guides, spirit guides, it could be angelic realm, you know, and we invite them all, the fairy kingdom, the elementals, depending on what we're wanting to create, we invite those helpers, if you like, to assist us, and we actually have a holographic experience where, you know, we co-create 
the ambience, the, the place that you want to create in your life. And basically what's really interesting about this technology is that we put it out into what I call the quantum field. Because okay. we're inviting the quantum field. The quantum field is everywhere anyways. But we're inviting aspects of that to come in and play with us and show us the way. And sometimes I've experienced guides that come in, and when somebody's really stuck, they'll come in and they'll show the way out of their stuckness. It's amazing. You know, and they start telling the person, you know, have faith in yourself. The, you've already, and they're like, and I can see it sometimes for people that come to me and they go, I want to manifest this or that, or I want to have, and I'm like, you already did. And you missed it. Mm. They're like, what? And I'm like, you already manifested. I already saw that you actually manifested and you blew it off. And then they go, oh, my God, you're right. And I go, what is it in in you that does not believe you're worthy of this? Because that's what gets (laughs) in the way of all of our creations. For all of us, you know, is, is we don't feel like we're worthy enough so what we do is we bypass or or somebody gives us something and we go, no, 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 that's too much. <clears throat> All kinds of things happen. And what I tell people is you got to be ready and allow the universe to bring it to you in whatever form the universe chooses to bring it to you and in whatever time frame because that's none of our business. The how, the when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen is none of our business. Our business is the asking the putting it forth and the having faith and being open to receiving. And that's the part that people have the hardest time is they're, they're, they're not open to receiving. So they miss the boat. Well, that's actually very well said. And, and I, and I like that, um, you know, in the work that I do, it's the same, you know, people will come to me and they want a thing, right? You want a thing and mm-hmm. they like, I can see a thing. This is what I want. I'm doing all the work. I've taken all the classes. I worked all the people but we have right. all these rules about what we want. We have rules. It can only happen if it's like this. I only want the guy if he looks like this. We have all the stuff. And we, as you said, we don't get to do anything but state what we want, be ready to receive it, and know that right. we're getting it. <laughs> you know, right. That's, that's it. And, and, and don't be so damn picky, you know, about <laughs> the guy. That's right. I tell people that I go – you know, you want the guy to be six foot two and Adonis, you know, and muscular and all this stuff. And you expect him to be a genius and you expect all these things from him. And I'm like, you know what? Don't pay so much attention to the package that you received. It's what is in the inside that counts. And that's what you were waiting for. That's right. You know, and, that's right. And it's, it's like stop stop looking at the exterior and looking at having the perfect you know, Barbie doll guy or Barbie doll girl, you know, because that's mm-hmm. all they're going to be is a Barbie doll, you know. There's not going to be too much up there on the brain. And, yeah, they're going to be really pretty to look at. If you want a trophy boyfriend or a trophy girlfriend, well, go for it. You're going to be born in six months to a year, but go for it. You know, you can create that if that builds your self-esteem. But the truth is, is you know, if you want to create a real partnership, and a real experience of, you know, a happy relationship, you want to attract somebody that's like-minded and that, you know, and that you both are simpatical that way far more than the physical traits of that individual. Right. I'm going to take another caller. We do. Oh, my God, we do. So 
I'm going to give you somebody else to talk to before people start writing me letters. You got it. I, okay, so okay. you're on the air with Sonic. Go ahead. Hi. Thank Hi. you for taking my call. Sure. Um, so. I was just calling. I was just calling because I wanted to see if you could pick up anything in terms of my career moving forward. Okay. What's your name? First of all, I didn't get your name. My name is Christine. Oh, Christine. Thanks, Christine. Okay. You want me to pick up in your career and if it's going to move in, in the same direction, better direction? I mean, what specifically are you you have in mind? I'm sorry. I'm currently unemployed, so I'm looking ah, for work. Okay. I've actually put out Got some it. applications. Okay. And can you tell me in what field or what kind of, you know, vertical market you work in, you're, you're specialized in? In the environment. Environment. Okay. So like an environmental engineer or? No, I've just been, I actually want to move towards um, the agricultural field, to be honest. Okay. Oh, cool. And do you live in a city or do you live in a town where there is agricultural stuff happening? I don't live in an area where there's a lot of agricultural things. So I, I'm looking to move. I just don't okay. know where. Okay. So where, let me ask you this. Do you live in California? Do What part of the country do you live in? On the East Coast. On the East Coast. Okay. Um, there are certain states on the East Coast where, you know, they have orchards and cherry farms and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, apple farms, pear farms, you know, and they're more Upper East, you know, like, um, Upper East Coast, and mm-hmm. and to be honest with you, if you want to get more into agricultural, and what kind of agriculture you're talking about, more like organic, holistic kind of agriculture, or you don't care? No, like organic, sustainable. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a huge movement towards that, and mm-hmm. not only do they have – I do know that in Kauai, I don't know if you're open for that, but in Kauai, oh there's a, what's that? She's like, oh, my God. I'm and there's sorry. a place I called the. I put in an application for, um, for a job it. there. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm already it. seeing it. <laughs> I'm sorry? I said I'm already seeing it. I'm seeing oh that the place you're, you're going to end up with in is in Kauai, and there's this place called Kauai, I think Kauai Farms or Kauai Pharmacy, mm-hmm. and they have programs there where they teach people how to grow a whole bunch of different teas and different blends and all kinds of different fruit trees, um, and I do see you there, by the way. Oh, my God. I hope so. That's like that's exactly where I want to go right now. I hope that that's okay. amazing that you okay, picked so, that up. Yeah, that, that I mean, I saw it. It was like <laughs> I get goosebumps, goosebumps. How does that uh-huh. feel? Are you, are you happier now? You feel like you, you can pack your bags, get ready to go to Hawaii? I am ready to go. <laughs> I am ready to go. <laughs> well, I hope you uh, wish gonna... you well. Go ahead. Yep. And it will definitely happen. You just got to make the effort to get there. And I'm telling you, once you get there, there's going to be about five or six opportunities for you to work in self-sustaining farms. Oh, my God. And learn how to do this. 
You're wow, so you welcome. think you just made her day. You made her day, Sonic. You made her day. Thank <laughs> Thank you for calling. We're gonna we're gonna say good night. God bless you. You take care. I'm gonna take another Thank caller and then I'm gonna ask, and I'm gonna ask you a question. But I'm gonna take another caller because you have five sure. million. Well, five million is probably a lot, but maybe not five million. Thank you for holding on the air with Sonic. <laughs> Go ahead. You're on the air. Hello. 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 Okay. Not on the oh. air. There you oh, are. Oh, oh, there you are. There you are. Hello. Oh, Go hello. Ahead. Thanks for taking my call. <laughs> You're welcome. You're... What's your name? Uh, my name's Andrea, and I live in Virginia. Okay, great. Thank you. And how can I – And I'm... what can I do for Oh, you sorry. Me? I'm very much into my own um, – what's the one I'm looking for? My own um, intuition and my own – I have a vision board great. of myself. And I right tried out for a TV show in January, and I'm just trying to see, you know, where you kind of see this going. Does it still, you know, kind of come to fruition? Um, and what would you be doing on the radio, on the TV show? Would you be, like, in the audience, or would they would they have you be as one of the participants? Kind of give me a little bit of a – and is it I in New York? I that or? talent. Oh, America's Got Talent. Gotcha. Yeah, and okay. I, I sign music and sign language, and this is my fifth year trying out. And um, I asked the universe for a sign. As a matter of fact, the last, the next state would be California, and a card with California right. plates will pass me. Uh-huh. Let me take a look. You know, I see they have lots. They have too many damn participants. They do. Um, that I know. <laughs> yeah, and and that's part of the challenge. And what I want to say to you is you want to keep your vision board going and you want to keep, like, remitting to different uh, television shows because there is one that is going to pick you up as a contestant. Okay. And I'm not sure it's this one, that this one, the America's Got Talent is the right one. But I definitely see that one of these TV shows is going to pick you up and want to have you be a contestant. I don't know which one that would be then because there really isn't any other ones. I have no idea because I don't watch TV. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They bought the gong show back, so, you know, I don't know. I saw that when I think of the gong show. That would be kind of, like, really weird, but... That would be weird. No, 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 no. We're, we we want to expose your talents, right? It's basically what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to take a little bit of research on your part because I kind of felt a lukewarm feeling about it. You know, it wasn't like a strong hit like I got for the last person that I saw her in Kauai. Okay. She didn't even tell me that. I got kind of a, like a lukewarm thing, like this is not really going to gel for you. And that's why I was suggesting if there's – you know, any other, like, um, TV shows, or is that really your dream, that you want to be on a TV show as a contestant, or what is it that you're really no. trying to achieve? Okay. I sign music and sign language. That's my goal, is to have uh, deaf and hearing people alike enjoy music, just like a hearing person. Okay. So, okay. that was my, that's my goal. That's the end result, is just to sign music and sign language. That's awesome. And yeah, that I awesome. think you could go at you could go a totally different route with this. I mean, you could actually create and sell it on the Internet where you have songs 
and music where you actually do, you know, like on YouTube where you do the sign language. There's a great software pro- program that's really inexpensive that's called Camtasia where you can actually film yourself, okay, and then edit the videos and you can actually put the music on there. Of course, you're going to have to get permission from the musicians that did the music to actually, you know, add sign language and somehow give them, you know, some money from what you make. But I have a feeling you have a great idea for a business in mind that could grow to be pretty huge, you know. Hmm. And, well, I and have, there's I a, have total... a lot of YouTube videos already. You do. Okay. Mm-hmm, I do. So the way I would do it is I would I would actually, you know, um, and of course with YouTube there's there's now like a paid subscription. There's different mm-hmm. options where, you know, Vimeo is another place where people that want to watch your your shows and want to watch the music and the sign language where you could charge them a couple of bucks to be able mm-hmm. to, to hear the words, not hear the words, but see the words, you know, as you're doing the sign language. I think Vimeo mm-hmm. would be a much better, like, platform for you where people would sign up. You could give them a little bit of a taste, like a one-minute taste, you know, and you could do mm-hmm. a membership thing for people. And then you can make mm-hmm. money every month on people that subscribe to that. I have all kinds of great business ideas for you. And I really feel like there's so many options for you to take off with this that you really don't need America needs talent or wants or looks for talent or whatever the hell it is. I don't think that is your niche. Oh, isn't she she awesome? (laughs) Oh, my God, it hurts my side every time I talk to her. (laughs) So I hope that that helps. And you know, if you if you have any questions about it, or if you want a little mini session, just look up sonicnova.net and do a fifteen minute session with me. I'm only two dollars and eight cents a minute, and I'll give you okay. all kinds of amazing ideas on how to sell this business up for you, and set up a website, okay. you know, and have people come and pay you a membership fee that are deaf and that can enjoy the music because you're sign languaging to the music and to the works. Right. I'll send you a link to my video. You can watch and then we'll then we'll talk. Love <laughs> it. Very good. Okay. Love it. Thank you. All right. For That's a deal. The thing. Have a fantastic okay. evening. All right. You, you okay. too. Okay, Bye-bye. Andrea. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. That was All really right. awesome. So I wanted to give you a moment Thank to you. talk. Oh, you're welcome to talk to the audience about um, your avatar self um, and what that ah. is. Cause <laughs> I, I, I love that. Outside of the fact that the blue planet with the blue people and the avatar, um, you know, what does that mean uh, when you're talking about your avatar self? I love Thank you for, for asking that question because it's, you know, the movie Avatar, um, it's, it's not like what they made avatars into is like a little icon, you know, that you look yeah. like. But the truth is that Avatar is not that. Avatar, it's an ancient um, Indian, um, from a Hindu word, okay, is the word Avatar. Um, and basically what it, what it really means is for you to be the embodiment, okay, of the divine. That's what Avatar means is the embodiment of the divine. 
Okay. Oh yeah, this is this is deep, oh, wow. profound stuff. And what's so funny is that when the movie Avatar came out, it was about the time right before, like a year before it came out, right? Um, I called the the Avatar group consciousness is what I call this group that was coming in and channeling through me, like Esther Hicks, you know, with her group. And they didn't have any names, but I called them that. And then when I researched what the word avatar means, you know, which means embodiment of the divine, you know, through you, um, that's what the avatar really means. And it's a Sanskrit word for, you know, embodiment of the divine. That's the actual meaning for it, which is really profound. It is, you know, and we all are uh, avatars in training. Any human that chooses, or any soul, shall I say, that chooses to incarnate onto this planet is definitely an avatar in training. Because this place that we come to is definitely not for the lighthearted. Ah. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty, you know, intense place that is very bipolar, <laughs> very dualistic, yep. you know, and, and at the same time, we have we have everything here. We have from the beautiful divine creatures like dolphins and whales and 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 loving beings and buddhistic beings you know and and sadis or i forget how they, they call them in india that are like saints that can levitate and do all kinds of things to the most sick humans on the planet the psychopaths that are killing children and eating them and i mean we have the full gamut here and you really have to be a warrior to be able to be here on this planet. You can't be weak hearted. You can't be wimpy. Wimps don't come to this planet. And when they do, they leave real quick. So, you know, for those women that get pregnant and have a baby and then six months later, your later, your baby dies or a year or two, a couple of years later, and your kid never really fit in and it didn't feel comfortable. Well, that's why, you know, because this place is a training ground for avatars. You know, and wow. an, an avatar is is to integrate your divine true nature into your physical body. That's what that word means. Deep stuff. Deep stuff. Yeah. And and, and when it's you, a process. You, and it's a process. And so is it your part of like your mission? And because you've got like a, a a bunch of them, is it like part of your mission? Oh yeah. To kind of connect people to this their avatar. Uh, totally. Self? Totally. For those people that are ready to experience that integration of their avatar self into their personality self, because that's what it is, um, I totally would love to have people that wanted to do sessions with me so we could do that. And what I call that is a soul infusion. Um, one of the things, it's, it's, and this is really profound, we're going to get into a really deep conversation here. People are afraid of God. And some people go, oh, no, no, I'm not afraid of God. And I'm telling you, the moment you start experiencing your soul entering your body and entering your personality, your personality is going to freak out because I did and get really scared and not know what to do because the power that you feel is so immense and the consciousness that comes into you is so profound because it has all the answers that you've ever wanted in the universe. You know, your soul has that, carries that within. That's what I call the avatar self. 
And when people are having these kind of experiences, they have a tendency to, to, to resist. You know, all of a sudden you start to feel your soul or the avatar self coming into your body and all your answers are being, you know, all your questions that you've had are being answered right then and there and you feel this intense, very profound, very gentle but very intense power. And because, you know, this planet has, has helped us become either part of the, there's two, two clubs, the I'm Not Enough Club, and I know everybody can relate to that, or I'm nothing. You know, mm-hmm. and it depends on who raised you that that told you that. You know, if you were born with family that said, oh, we don't ever have enough food, we don't have enough cars, we don't have enough this, that's the not enough club, okay? Or you're never good enough, or you're, you never do your homework good enough, okay? We've all heard that, right? Yeah. There's that camp, and, and that camp, you know, we can work a little bit better. It's not as atrophied as that I'm nothing camp. Those are the parents that have been taught by their parents and by their parents that they're nothing, that they're a piece of trash, that they're, you know, worse than, than dog poop, okay? And there are quite a few people that are in that category where they feel totally like they have no self-esteem and they, they've been taught through education from their parents and when they were told and what they they believe their parents, because we do, that they they don't deserve anything, that they're nothing, and that they're never, ever going to amount to anything. So it really has to do with it, getting out of that programming and retraining yourself and reprogramming yourself um, to know that that is not the truth of you. That the truth of you is that you are a sublime, eternal being that has the keys to the universe. But because we've gotten amnesia down here, because we live in our personalities, we forget the connection to source and we forget our our avatar self. We forget our higher self. Some people call it the higher self. I call it the soul or the avatar self. To connect to that body of knowledge, information, of what is really the bigger aspect of us. The smaller aspect is the personality, and the personality is the one that has all of the entrainment and the programming that has happened to us here in physical form. And what's interesting is that when we drop the body, and I have twice and been fully conscious of the whole process, um, we let go of that. We let go of the personality. The personality all of a sudden takes the back seat. In the, it's not the driver, you know, and the soul is the driver. And when we come here, it reverses. When we come and incarnate, the personality is the driver and the soul takes the back seat. So this whole process that of, of introducing and bringing the avatar self into ourselves is to create a dance between the personality and the soul, and create uh, an acceptance and, and, and a willingness from the personality to drop its programming, to drop its beliefs. And that's the part that's really difficult and really challenging. You know, because I've had that experience where I had a soul infusion, several uh-huh. soul infusions, and I'm telling you, I was scared. I was terrified. You know, and I had such good teachers, you know, and guides myself, human guides, that taught me and said, you know, one of them was basically, you know, said to me, this is your true power. This is your true you. 
you know, and, and just breathe through it. And all of a sudden I started breathing through it and allowing it to come in. And it was amazing. I, it was the most highest high that I've ever felt, except for my two near-death experiences or death experiences. And the other experience is I was afraid of my own power. And the, the person that was coaching me said that to me. He said, don't be afraid of your own power. You're not going to misuse it this lifetime. You've already done that. You've already learned that lesson. And the moment he did that, whoop, it was over. It's like my so you, soul you just done. went. Yeah, my soul just came and inhabited my body. And I was high. I tell people, this is kind of embarrassing, but I will say it on public radio. <laughs> I oh, was high for a, a month. And I'm telling you, I was like a walking orgasm. Oh my! She said it was the word on the it radio. was amazing. <laughs> it was like the energy was just moving up and down, and it was free and it it was expansive. And so for a whole month, and I and I you, I remember I told my my teacher and friend Neil, I was like, God, I hope I'm like this forever. And he's like, No, sorry, this place is very temporal and it will pass. And I'm like, Sweet, wow. <laughs> So I think I think for for me as I listen to you talk about all all this this stuff you know and and you know I, I interview spiritual practitioners all the time and I find the ones that sure. really connect best with the community are the ones that have been through stuff. Oh my God, Sonic, yep. you, you sound like someone who's been through some stuff. You know, and oh, talk to us about time. how what what you know you talk about your father, you talk about near death experiences that you've had or actual death experiences I should say that you've had. Talk about the, the the life that has created who you are for the for the world to totally. To sure. Well, you know, I want to say something very profound to everybody, and this is how I I this is how we learn. We learn by making mistakes. Okay. Um, and and we're so hard on ourselves when we make mistakes. We're like, God, it shoulda, coulda, woulda, right? We all do that. And what, I'm, what I want to share with you is that that's how we learn best and we learn not to do it again, okay? That's, it's a learning process. But uh, in 2005, I ended up going homeless. Like, I lost my car. They, re- they repoed my car. Um, I was living in the Tri-City area, not in California, because I had moved to Hood River, and then from there I moved to the Tri-Cities, and, you know, I was basically, like, surviving on $1,000 a month, didn't have a car, you know, and I went from bad to worse. And my biggest fear my whole life, because obviously I've died twice, so that's easy. I mean, dying is really easy. And going to the heavens, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm game, you know. But living is challenging because we create reality with our thoughts. So my fear Okay, of going homeless and becoming a bag lady with a cat <laughs> became a reality. And I did have friends that were helping me and trying to coach me, okay, to they were saying, you know what, we could coach you out of this so you don't have to create it into reality. And I was so stubborn that I just created it right into reality. And thank God, you know, my ex-husband helped me out a little bit so I could get. And nobody wanted to take me in. My brother that lives in Ashland was in Hawaii living there. Otherwise, he would have taken me in. I know that. I know he would have said, come, stay with us, and we'll figure it out, you know, because he knows how hardworking I am, you know. But he wasn't there. Um, My sister totally rejected me and told me I was too unstable and I couldn't move in with her. My other sister didn't even respond. 
um, my other half-sister. So I was all alone in the world, and I had a radio show. And at the time, there was this woman, Heather, that was came and, and she got fed spirit-wise every week with the show. And she invited me to come stay with her. And I told her, I said, I have no money, nothing to offer to you, you know, except for I know I'm going to get up back up on my feet pretty quick. And, and she said, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. Just bring your cat and bring a couple of your things, and we'll figure it out. And so I went from Salt Lake City with, where I was with this psycho guy, you know, that was trying to put me in a woman's shelter and do all kinds of crazy stuff, rented a little 10-foot U-Haul, put some of my crates, because I had everything in crates, I didn't want to put it in suitcases, and brought it down there, you know, and I lived with this woman for two months and then got a job and then moved out to a really crappy apartment in the worst part of Vegas, you know, and I only had a bike to bike around, but... You know, two months later, I manifest a car, you know, not a fancy car, but a nice cabrio that was like five years old. I manifested a great sales job, and then I started manifesting, and I started going and doing events, spiritual events where I was channeling in Vegas, and become became really well known by the whole community really fast. And just one thing led to another, and I rebuilt my life. But it wow. was, what I'm trying to share with people is that, the key to that, and, I, I, and I'm telling you, it wasn't too much fun because I would end up living with students for, that really needed me and they wanted to trade for me helping them, you know, to live with them. So I did that with three, four, five different people till I finally was able to be stable. After about a year, I had my own money and I, could, I rented this place and I was doing events at my home. You know, I was doing events at the different areas and I almost, almost ended up one of my clients wanted to be my manager and have me be like the next Sylvia Brown. But that's the other thing I want to share with people, which is really interesting, is that I actually wasn't living in Vegas anymore. At the time, I was living in Mount Shasta, California, Sacred Mountain. And um, he invited me to come down, and we did a three-hour taping with professional video camera. This guy... His son-in-law films Coca-Cola, Pepsi-Cola commercials, you know, like they have a production company. And he filmed this, and he invited, and Marty invited 20 of his friends to come for me to do mediumship. And it was the most amazing event that was three hours long. I did mediumship. I told people all kinds of incredible information. And they filmed the whole thing, and unfortunately, Marty's son-in-law, Mark didn't get to see the video right away and say, hey, you know, we got to tape this again because, like, while I was there, because guess what, you know, there was, like, what everybody else you could see in the video but me. There was, like, like there was a, not a shadow, but it was more like there was, uh, like, fog in front of me, and you couldn't see me. Wow. So we couldn't oh. use the video wow. because we were going to send it to talent agencies, you know, and we couldn't use the video. And two months later that happened that Marty called me and he said, you know, Mark, look at the at the video I looked at. I can't believe it. It's like there's a fog in front of you and we can't see you. We can hear you, but we can't see you. That's and amazing. maybe we should do it again. And I just told Marty, I said, you know, I tuned in and I went, nope. You know, Marty, I really appreciate everything you've done. You're amazing. I really appreciate you, but this is not the right path. This is not what I should be doing. 
wasn't meant for you. I was wise enough to to be able to say that and do that because most people would go, I want the fame and fortune, right? Yes. Well, there's a price to that. There is a price. And we're all seeing that price of all these famous people that are being murdered by the people that that hired them. Yeah, my gosh. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. We only have like a a minute left to celebrate you, so we definitely don't have to you back on again. So I wanted to give you You 60 60 seconds to give out – your call to action, your message, your message okay. speak to your website so people can know how to get in touch and what you want to leave Great. people with. Great. So if you want a private session with me, I do so many different things. Please go visit sonicnova.net, S-O-N-I-C-N-O-V-A.net. Um, and there's so many parts of this website. It's a little bit overwhelming. I am redoing the website. And there you can actually contact me. I have a chat where people can chat with me. If I'm not there, you can message me. There's all kinds of way to, ways to contact me. Um, and just look around the website and see if something calls your attention and if you're interested in working with me. And like I said, I'm $2.08 a minute. I've been that for the last five years you know, or longer, and I'm not going to change that because I know people are having a really tough time right now, and come experience the work directly. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. It was so joyous having you on board, and I wish you you and hope that you have a fantastic evening. I'm going to talk to you soon. You got (laughs) it. Good night, everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye. Good night. Bye.